0: All right, it is that time to find out who the top 50 players in the National Hockey League are as voted on by your local experts as part of the Locked On NHL Network. We have had Joe DiBiase, Mike DeStefano, and Rachel Donner breaking down the top 50 list and we have gotten to today, September 10th, and it is time to reveal the top 10. You're not going to want to miss this episode of Locked On NHL, so make sure that you subscribe on YouTube that you you set your notifications on youtube and of course that you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode check out our top 50 the 10 the top 10 reveal happening today september 10th over on Locked on nhl
1: we haven't played a game yet but the word is already out that we've got some Crazy passionate fans, and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken.
0: What's Kraken, hockey fans? Welcome to the Friday edition of Locked On. It is Friday, September 10th, and I have a special guest joining us for this episode. We are going to be joined by Commissioner of the Premier Hockey Federation, the newly named and rebranded Premier Hockey Federation, the one, the only, Ty Tumania. Now, I do want to let you know that we recorded this earlier today, and Ty and I were both having some weird connectivity issues, so I apologize for that. There will be some video, but mostly for social media, so I don't want to integrate this one fully just yet on YouTube, but you can check out yesterday's episode. We talk about the Kraken community iceplex. We talked about COVID-19 policies and procedures for the Climate Pledge Arena and We talked about Coldplay all before I did a special unboxing of my annual gift as part of my membership of the depths. Yes, I love saying that dramatically because why the heck not? Anyway, I think this is going to be a great episode. The Premier Hockey Federation was formerly called for the, th- the first six seasons of its existence, the National Women's Hockey League, and here is Commissioner Ty Tominia to tell you all about the rebrand, the name change, and what to expect coming up for now what we know as the premier hockey federation we talk everything from all-star game to broadcast deals some of the stuff we don't have all the information about but you best believe i asked the commish while she was here so without further ado let's get into my interview with commissioner of the premier hockey federation tyler tominia Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. As promised, we are going to be joined very shortly by the commissioner of the new Premier Hockey Federation. Well, new name, Old League. But we are joined by Ty Timinia. Ty, thank you so much for joining us here on Locked on Kraken. We're so excited. We're talking to you in the week where the league that you were commissioner of, well, you're still commissioner of, but there has been a rebrand. So, yeah, for today, <laughs> for today, uh, we're going to fingers crossed for you. But uh, so there was a rebrand from the National Women's Hockey League to the Premier Hockey federation uh so we're gonna get into that but the first thing that i love to do anytime we have a guest tie, and so you are not exempt even though you're a baseball person but when did you fall in love with
1: hockey oh um i gotta tell you when i went to high school uh, i got a chance the the crew that i was running with played uh played hockey so uh, i loved going and watching games and and of course um Rangers. I went to a couple of Rangers games as well. So probably right around um, late in high high school is probably when I started uh, getting into it.
0: That's all right. I'm pretty new to hockey myself, actually, through the league that you are commissioner of. So I, I tell the story a lot of times, went to that first Riveter's home game. Wow. <laughs> the, the pride were super late. So we were all just hanging out, making friends. Uh, but that was that was how it all started for me. But um, so I, I, I mean, I was there from the beginning. First puck drop in, in at the time, Brooklyn. So now they're the Metropolitan Brooklyn. Riveter's.
1: Yes, Brooklyn in the
0: house, for sure. Yes,
1: actually, it's in my cup. Oh. Ah, there it is.
0: I love that. I love that. We're getting so
1: energized. We're doing Erica, it. Like, let's right? go. We got it.
0: <laughs> we got to go. So, but now all of that stuff, not only because it's from season one and we're getting ready to go to season seven, but now all my NWHL stuff is
1: vintage. Like <laughs> Vintage. It's collector series now. Like, go sell that up on eBay or keep it, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm keeping all mine so definitely keeping it
0: I, I also have to hit up Katie like she's definitely got to get me that draft swag now because I was oh. a part of the the last ever NWHL draft there will be it's going to be the uh PHF moving forward <laughs> yeah
1: that's right she'll hook you up for sure she's all good right. like that We <laughs> got it
0: see, I, so all right let's talk about it I see you're wearing you're donning the, the swag let's talk about the change from the NWHL to the Premier Hockey, not Foundation, that's an edit on my part, the Premier Hockey Federation, uh, let's just talk
1: a little bit about how that came about. Oh yeah, it's been many, many months, right after season six, uh, we started, uh, the Board of Governors and I started to about um, uh, some constantly, ever since we got here, I got here, nothing but change, right? Um, So we started uh, talking about, you know, look, all this change that was happening internally. You know, um, let's think about what our external uh, brand is going to look like. And we had a lot of discussions over it about the name change. We definitely knew we were going to do the name change. And then varying um, other um, opinions came into play um, about raising the W. And uh, we felt that that was something that we wanted to do because we really wanted to emphasize going into season seven and beyond um, that our the focus should definitely be on our athletes um, talent and skill uh, not so much their uh, gender identity and because you know there's um on our rosters the way we construct them there's you know some people don't identify themselves um as a woman so um we we went in that direction and then premier um we had our focus group with some of the athletes premier hockey federation the word premier um, gave this emotion of empowerment um, to the athlete um, this feeling of being elite and since we have elite athletes here um, in this federation we felt that that word in particular was very strong Um, and then um, hockey and then federation became part of that too the feds are coming (laughs) <laughs> um, so uh and that's the very short version of a very long process um, of how we got to phf all right so we definitely want
0: to get into especially raising the w but i do when i see premiere i i don't want to say it like i, I almost want to say it like an englishman like premiere you know like
1: <laughs> yes yes it's kind of very regal yeah. um
0: feeling to it so for sure yeah. for sure and i know dan rice interviewed you over at the ice garden and we already have mad pack and literally quite literally sometimes mad with her thoughts uh, of maybe we should get a crown or something like <laughs> <I> that
1: <know. laughs> he got me on that one because i didn't know um about it i had i didn't see um uh pat madison packers uh tweet on that um but in projecting what I thought she might have been um, saying, and she's just so much fun when it comes to like her creativity and joking. And then after the fact, I was like, "Oh, that was hilarious! Like uh, that's <laughs> definitely a joke." But um, but yeah, it's probably uh, might be some fun little marketing uh, or promotional giveaways um, during the season, though. So I might. I might take her uh, IP on that might, and run what it. have to. <laughs> yeah, right? You might have to
0: do that. I mean, you know, we've seen Mad Pack show up. Madison Packer, of course, with Captain for the Riveters, show up in an Elvis suit uh, as her wife was helping to present the Isabel Cup. So who's to say, right? What's going to happen?
1: <laughs> like, I think that's part of our fun. Um, he is good. Um, and as to that sports entertainment um, model that we're really trying to grow within um, with what we're doing here, Um, you know, just to be unique and different and and draw fans to be surprised. And that was definitely a surprise. Um, But she she makes a good uh, Elvis, I think so. (laughs)
0: It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You'll get updated odds, props, and contests, including Online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website, use your mobile device, your tablet, whatever you got, and sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. We're talking basketball, football, boxing, and of course, the National Hockey League. You can also uh, bet on your favorite Vegas casino games, so don't wait and take advantage of the great offers available. For the twenty twenty one season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And in addition to our sponsorship with betonline.ag, I want to tell you about something that I'm pretty excited about. I talked about it on yesterday's show, which for some of you came out early this morning. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm preparing for a move. And so I've got my Hulu and my Netflix and everything and all of my accounts and the cable service that we have here in New York in the family home that, I, that I'm taking care of. And what the heck am I going to do? Well, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. One of the things I can do is get my TV together with DirecTV Stream, which brings live TV and on demand favorites together like never before so I can watch all of my favorite sports, my movies, my shows, whatever. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream just like me. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. And remember, compatible device is required and content varies by package. Uh got to raise the, the Izzy Cup after a little bit of a hiatus, of course, because of COVID. Uh, but speaking of hoisting and raising, I did want to get to something that you mentioned about raising the W. So some of the conversation, obviously, around the name change has been that a lot of people have identified that it is gender neutral. And you just mentioned that. But there is still a lot of conversation in the wording of the rollout. And of course, within the league, that this is a women's hockey league. These are women primarily women. It's a league of primarily women playing hockey. And so I wanted to maybe have you sift through this idea and, uh, you know, this kind of phrase now that the uh, PHF is using called raising the W and where that fits into kind of both sides of of that, moving on to more genderless and, and focusing on the athlete while also honoring that you have a league that is comprised of primarily at the time women playing ice hockey.
1: Yeah, um, we knew when we made that decision um, that it was going to be quite polarizing um, and it would be a conversation um, and, and we were prepared for that. We wanted that conversation. We would hope it would lend to that conversation because, you know, Erica, as you know, like social change started when it came to the athletes in particular, uh, they felt very passionate about um, collectively about you know, this idea of having to always describe um, that they're a woman. Um, so it wasn't so much um, that we were removing it because it was a negative. We were just lifting it up in the sense to, to really just honor the skill and talent of the athlete. Um, recently, Baylor's is starting to do that. in itself. It's been a source of frustration over the years um, because men don't have to do that, right? Um, so it's not the National Men's Hockey League. Um, it's And it's also, you see it in entertainment as well, too. Um, and so I think the emphasis for them and for us moving forward for it was the passion behind the athlete saying, I just want to be known as, like, a skater. And I've got talent. And that they're viewing me as someone that is a tremendous athlete. I, I, before, it was but they're not female phenomenal, right? Like, um, and so it it was an empowering movement for them. It was a a statement to say, look at me as a hockey player. Um, And that's the reason why we felt, and once we talked to our sponsors and some key stakeholders, we really felt that it was time to do that now.
0: Yeah, and I want to get into that maybe a little bit more, Ty, because another conversation that, if we're being honest, has followed the uh, NWHL and now, of course, is inherited by the PHF is this conversation around language and how language matters and how it can be uniting and sometimes also polarizing, even whether it's intentional or not. And on the one hand, the NWHL has the history of having a transgender. Athlete Carson Brown change his pronouns in a season really be embraced, and then there was some difficulty with um, you know the Toronto Six and an association with uh, president and uh, who served as head coach last year Digit Murphy. So I just wanted to know when you think about moving forward, you think about all of the name change and the reason that you said, and kind of the philosophy behind that, where does just generally speaking kind of this this focus on discrimination and the the honest conversation of what it takes to be inclusive and equitable in that space when it comes to transgender policy, but also uh, race um, and identification in in uh, ethnic identification
1: yeah and i think it always keeps starting with um with education right so education is key um to any kind of you know whether it's our clubhouse culture um whether it's team culture uh league culture um, in 2016 we we led the charge uh, in 2016 and 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 now um in june um yes you you alluded to, to digit murphy uh, when that um came out by the time the league um was made aware of it uh, digit was definitely um disassociating herself with organizations that she associated herself with and then ownership came in and and took that over um and in those decisions but for, for Standpoint from the league, uh, we started working closely with them. Our policy, our new policy will be coming out um, as we stated back in June in a press release will be coming out before September 7th, Ugh, season seven. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I'm, on September 7th, I'm like, yeah, no, that's when we announced our, uh. but um, so yeah, so um, look forward to that as well, but change, you know, as you know, culturally in, Um, doesn't happen right away Uh, with partners and with time and with education um, I really believe um, you'll see uh, you know us progress uh, as as we go along here in season seven but yeah inclusivity is definitely something that um, we feel very passionate about um, and through education and some people that we're talking to and partnering with even beyond athlete LA I hope we will Provide the platform where our athletes, um, and they do, they really embrace it. Um, and so, I, I we've had a lot of front office change as well. I see with T Six, um, and others. Um, and so, it's 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 definitely a growth pattern that um, we're we're trying to develop here. And um, I'm really proud of uh, some of the steps we've been taking.
0: All right. I appreciate you taking that on. You know, it's obviously something that I even outside of the work that I've done with this particular league holds very, uh, very strongly and and try to stay true to in in sport because, you know, it's unfortunately still something that the larger society is is having difficulty finding their footing on. So I appreciate you talking about that. But I want to switch gears a little bit here and talk about handles. So, you know, this is a big thing when we're talking about, and again, the PHF is going to inherit this conversation about handles. First, the Izzy Cup handles. Now, Dan Rice, I know he said in his article that he got some of his questions from Twitter. I can't say definitively that the handles about the Izzy Cup question was mine. I do know that I tweeted it out. So, But I know Dan talked to you about the Izzy Cup handles. The Isabel Cup, of course, is the championship trophy for this Women's League it started with the National Women's Hockey League will uh, be rolled over t- for the PHF. But it sounded to me in reading Dan's article for the Ice Garden that there could be an opportunity for maybe a little bit of a makeover. Is Izzy is getting a makeover? Is there going to be like a little, you know, a little zhuzhing up of, of the Izzy Cup? <laughs>
1: um, if I put heju like... <laughs> we're making um we're making the izzy cup bougie <laughs> like like no really. Yes, oh, I, if i put handles on this if i put handles on this cup um i think anya packer might come after me <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know th- i mean that was like when i first started here that was one of the first stories somebody told me they were like you know. the handles are no longer on here, right? I'm like, no. And so they had ripped off. So um I don't think I'm going to put handles on it. I think it needs to just be handleless. <laughs> but yeah, I feel handle-less. like we need to do something with it, right? But um respect the historical aspect of that cup, but give it a makeover. Everybody needs a little makeover.
0: <laughs> Everyone needs a little makeover. I mean, seven years is a long time, Boo-Boo. Like, she needs to... Just a little zhuzh, a little zhuzh, you know, she's beautiful either way, but, you know, just, just a little, get her groove back. (laughs) She's going to get her groove back. I love it. I love it. Um, Okay, so TBD, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, like, as everyone is, you know, just doing keg stands and eating cereal and all kinds of things out of the cup, it's got to look good. There's going to be a lot of pictures. Of course. (laughs) I a thousand percent (laughs) agree. (laughs) <laughs> so, okay. All right. We're going to have to have you back, Ty, once we're a little bit closer to Izzy's new look. But I also wanted to talk about Twitter handles because right now we're still with NWHL as someone who just recently learned about the verification process. As I understand, that really can't be changed without some conversations with Twitter or, or else we lose that blue check mark. Uh, so is there going to be a handle makeover on social media?
1: yeah so um, we definitely wanted to announce the name and um, yeah, the logo, but it'll take a couple um and so hopefully uh, that as time happens, you'll start hearing about that. Um, but yeah, there should there'll be a countdown as to when everything switches over um, and uh, it'll, hopefully it'll be fun uh, fan experience and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but Not dissimilar to the Kraken, right? They unveiled their logo (laughs) and their name, and yes, six weeks later they ended up or whatever. Later, um, everything else followed. So,
0: I love it. I love that tie-in. Yes, I so I did a little freelancing for NHL Seattle. And then I uh, was working with them the, for that whole weekend of the switchover. And then I was, like, trying to email people, like, oh, okay, like, you know, here's this update. Like, here's my invoice, you know, got to get paid. And all of the totally. emails changed also. And so I was, like, trying to figure out, like, which e- – it was just weird. It's one of those things, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. know.
0: I mean, you know, uh, the first world problems, uh, but we we made it work. Everything was fine. And more importantly, uh, it was just so cool to be on the other side of all of that, kind of see people like who absolutely just hate Kraken and people who love it and, you know, everything in between. And I think we were saying offline that outside of the Seattle Kraken, which was more obviously on the professional side for me. The first time I've had to experience something like this as a fan, or at least that I can remember, is when they tore down Shea's Stadium. Like, what? I was devastated. I was not okay. It happened while I was in college, so I couldn't even, like, you know, like, fully have the moment. I was away at college. They were tearing down the stadium. Like, all of these memories of me climbing over those orange bars, you know, and and all that stuff. And I was like... I'm calling it Shay. I don't care. I'm calling it Shay. Edit, but now I've embraced Citi Field.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same thing, though, for me, right? When Yankee Stadium, you know, was removed and all that history and all the time. It's just there was a smell about Yankee Stadium. Um, Look (laughs) at us, all of our New York teams. We're talking about a New York team. (laughs) Um, It was a sad moment. I just, you know, all my memories with my mother and my father there my sister it's sad and I've had the ballpark um to this day and and then you know when that when that hurt like sinks in and then you you form new memories um as as time and life goes on. But yeah, I mean even you know as as we were talking like it'll always be Comiskey Field for me too, right? Like with my dad working <laughs> uh, with the White Sox for 40 years plus, it's it's just a weird uh change is always hard. <laughs> change, it is, it is. is.
0: Yeah, you know, and at the sake of both of us being, like, memed as, you know, Dave Simpson, James, <laughs> like, probably. shaking his fist, it's like, all right, whatever, I'll we take will. it, I'll eat that, because it, it's, it's Shay. I also get really, like, touchy about people that don't remember New York City Transit before tokens, like, I mean, granted, I was pretty small, but I still, like, we still have New York City Transit tokens, like, if you came on with the metro card like you don't even know like do you even know the one train like what's going on (laughs) (laughs) or the nine excuse me the nine train.
1: (laughs) oh my god I love everything about this you are bringing me back look at this right like let's go recall we do the recall I haven't even thought about that oh I love that I love everything about that like
0: All right, we've got a few more sponsors that we want you to hear from. And first up is my favorite family-owned business, rockauto.com. No need to go to a brick and mortar where you maybe can find the parts for your car and maybe you won't pay out of pocket, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars. None of that. Stay at the comfort of your home or wherever you're staying. Use your smartphone, your tablet, whatever you got, and head over to rockauto.com where you can look up your make, your model, and the specific parts that you need and you can find everything with a few clicks of the mouse, a swipe of the finger, whatever you got going for you. Uh, The best part is that the prices are always reliably low and they are the same for the do-it-yourselfer as uh, they are for the seasoned mechanic. We want you to make sure that you are... Getting the best deal and rockauto.com is the place to go. When you head to rockauto.com right now, uh, you can see all the parts available for your car, your truck, whatever you got. We're talking brake parts, tail lamps, new carpet, anything you can think of. And when you visit the website, type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock auto.com and since we have you all fueled up with your car we also want to make sure we keep your engine going and that's when our friends built bar come in handy they are a delicious tasting protein bar the official protein bar of the u.s track and field team so you know it's legit Um, and they have so many amazing flavors. My favorite of course is the double chocolate. My family really enjoys raspberry or coconut, basically anything coconut, not my flavor, but you know what? The best thing is when I get a mixed box and I get two flavors of each of the nine original, and then there's something for everyone. These are great tasting and they're healthy too only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. You're getting anywhere from 130 to 180 calories per bar, all of which are covered in chocolate and 18, about 18 grams of protein per bar. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. I already mentioned that they are the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and now if you go to Built... Dot com. You can get 15% off of your order using promo code LOCKED15. That's 15% off using promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. We, we, we've obviously been talking here on Locked on Kraken, and you mentioned the rollout for the Seattle Kraken moving from NHL Seattle. Um, but... I do have to ask because I've been able to write about some of the, the women hockey players that are from the Pacific Northwest, especially from the Boston side. Got Lassie uh, Bender. And then, of course, you also have Kaylee Fracken, not from stateside, but from uh, BC. And so, you know, there's a lot of people that want to know are we going to see some women's hockey, some Premier Hockey Federation uh,
1: in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, I mean, definitely. on um, My I have the short term and long term goals, and uh, I mean, if I was to look out, I would love an East Coast West Coast uh, kind of division um, where we compete every year for that championship cup. Um, I know for uh, for the immediate future, we are working on. our west coast expansion when it comes to traditional revenue events um, to try to get some exposure out there first um, with youth camps. And so uh, that's my my immediate goal and, and uh, the long-term goal, gosh, it would be so amazing, right, um, to, to just uh, have that presence out there. And, and I see it all the time, I can say to the fans, I, I see it all the time, the request for <laughs> I either see it or people send it to me all the time. Um, uh, We're definitely uh, wanting to develop our long-term strategy around expansion. And um, yes, I agree.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, hey, it all starts with the activations. I know we have some friends of the podcast, uh, Women's Pro Hockey to Seattle, that would love to see it. And of course, uh, yesterday we talked on the podcast because the Kraken community Iceplex officially opened a lot of, uh, rec leagues in the area are getting to call one of those three sheets, their home ice, which is fantastic, including the women's league. So, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not speaking on behalf of the Kraken. I would never do that. All I'm saying is there are some, there's some fresh ice and there's definitely a massive hockey fan base that is yeah. obviously being activated because of the Seattle Kraken like we're getting we're almost at 30 days until the first home game I'm going to be out there for uh preseason so it's going to be a good time um yeah. but the other thing before I have you leave because this is the the sign of the times tie uh yeah. we also got the the protocols for from the NHL and also Climate Pledge Arena you know being here in the New York area that, um, you know, we, we as media members have to sh- show vaccination cards and for a little while, either a vax card or a-, a negative COVID test coming in. Uh, when it comes to those things with uh, the COVID protocol for uh, players and staff, but also fans, um, any idea of where the PHF is,
1: is standing with that? Yeah, so we're going to be announcing our plan uh, later today, but I can tell you now that um, we have a two-year deal with Cleveland Clinic, so um, our our new medical provider. And so I'm thrilled um, to be able to work closely with them. And they have been working closely with us all summer. Um, We will be announcing that um, we are going to 100% mandate, 100% vaccination uh, with our athletes and staff. Uh, We really feel it's important. Um, where we are with the pandemic, Um, now that the athletes are coming back with fans and rinks, it's important to protect not only our athletes and our own internal community, but the external community. Um, Being around um, when you're traveling, being around uh, fans, being around the rink community. um, It's just very important to us that everybody is protected. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's where we're going to stand um, with the policy um, under the federation this year. It'll be the 100% vaccination.
0: All right. Well, I, for one, love to hear it. I know that that it's really, like you said, just a, about public safety and, and whatnot. So uh, wishing everyone the best on, on that front, because uh, we know that even though people are getting vaccinated, that we're still not quite out of the woods. So um, look forward to just how everything will be handled. And hopefully we'll get to see a lot of PHF hockey uh, without too much interruption. Um, but, all right, we'll do a few rapid fire, some things that uh, we, right. we definitely want to know it. about. Let's go. All right, let's go, Love it. I love how, like, excited let's go. All right. Uh, PHF uh, All-Star Plans, what do we got?
1: Oh, I got nothing for you. <laughs> we, we uh, that was like, oh, uh, I wish I did. So, the league staff um, is... It's we're right. I mean, we're talking about all sorts of ideas, uh, but we all need to agree. <laughs> <laughs> so once we get to that point of agreement, then um, we'll be able to make a determination. But yeah, I, I know everybody's chomping on that. But we, you know, the league is in charge um, of the all-star semis and finals, and you got a little bit of a taste of our. You know, where we like to take things. We like to be fun. We like to color the ice. We like to get. De- so um, I want to make sure that uh, where it happens also gives us that platform to have a little fun, too. So.
0: All right. OK, fantastic. So where to to be determined. Uh, but the how sounds like we, we're we going to have some fun. So next rapid fire, then, are we keeping the, the purple slash lavender post or are we going to change that up? That's
1: another discussion we're having. Um, I can't. I can't do the same thing. Honestly, okay, that's time. what I was
0: really getting at. That's what I was really trying to gauge. Like, is it like, are we going to keep some staples? Or are you just going to keep us on our toes the whole time?
1: I think like nothing about me um, screams like you know. I, I mean, look, Erica. Like I'm literally, it's all about change. I don't do well with you know, staying staying the same. Um, but yeah I think um, I think you probably should uh, expect some change there
0: too.
1: <laughs> All right, we're going to we're going
0: to see about that. All right, so you're you're taking the ice with the team. You're the let's let's play baseball rules. Let's uh, let's go like starting pitcher baseball rules. You get to pick the jersey that your team wears. Are you going traditional white? You're going uh the darker color and is there any team in the and the PHF in particular that you're definitely grabbing? I I'm putting you on the spot here, Kamish.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I I If I could do it my way, I would change that jersey altogether. Um, and um, just even the way it's cut, the way it's styled, um, I would like we have that ability in this league to to kind of do whatever we want. Right. Um, and so definitely not a white jersey for me. Like I, I would, you know, I have to put some pizzazz into anything. <laughs> um, uh and then oh man i don't know a team I, I love all the teams i mean i think all of their jerseys are sick um yeah i don't know if i'm even allowed to <laughs> <say>. <laughs> she's like i know i'm not
0: allowed to wear a jersey um, will be
1: worn next question yeah. yes. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Okay, fair enough. Uh let's let's go some baseball just cuz I love baseball. Uh do you like do you prefer uh seeing just an exciting long ball game where the score is like jacked mm. up or do you like it really close and tight? Maybe even a little bit?
1: I love small ball. Um I know I know like the fans that is correct <laughs> answers only. <laughs> I know uh I know fans love that long ball, right? Cuz it's like yeah, and then it's but I I get so excited um and energized when i see a tight game and you know a manager is kind of is is risk taking and you know you know slaps one down or like bunts and then take or i just love all of that um yes yes because i think that that's what makes i like creativity and decision making i love to you know I mean, I, I can go on and on, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the day, like, when a team puts all lefties on the mound for the entire game. Like, I, I mean, I would just love all that. And there's Cales. certain fields that they can do that on, too. It's yeah. like, can somebody please do this? Like, <laughs> 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 um, But, yeah, I would say the small ball, for sure.
0: Okay, love that. All right, this was a big topic in, in the baseball sphere. Hot or not, Field of Dreams, the movie, and Field of Dreams, like, kind of the you know neutral site game
1: (laughs) in Iowa I guess you know I was out there actually I wasn't at that game but years ago I went out there it's it's really amazing um I think it was great for I think it was great for uh fans to kind of feel like a kid again older fans and then you know it's great for the movie right for for youth that hasn't even known about field of dreams so i i think it was a great moment for major league League baseball to kind of you know build upon that uh moment and uh yeah i mean I, i love it i think it was great i love
0: that yeah i know a lot of people are polarized about the movie i i i it's a baseball movie in that like baseball is played but it's like more than a baseball movie you know, it's not like a baseball movie in like the same way the Sandlot is oh, a right. baseball movie. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like So, anyway, the the book I love. Shoeless Joe, love that book. Think it's great. Um all right, well, Ty, that's that's all we got. I wanted to end on baseball because like why the heck not? We're two awesome women that love baseball. So, let's do it. Uh so um but oh, yeah, awesome. So yeah. what are we doing this again? Because this We're, was a lot of fun. I love it. I love, Anytime. Yeah. You're welcome. Anytime. We're, Look at me
1: inviting myself. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. We'll give you like a platinum card. Anytime you want to come on Locked on Kraken, awesome. we can do it up obviously there's a lot that's going to be happening for the premier hockey federation and of course a lot for the seattle kraken but we'll definitely have to have you back want to know a little bit more about that all-star and certainly the izzy cup maybe you know we can we can get a, a nice little photo shoot of izzy when she's getting her remake or something I like that you. you know behind the scenes with locked on kraken <laughs> awesome <laughs> Well, Ty, thanks again, and uh, definitely want to thank Paul for setting this up. And uh, best of luck as we get through these choppy waters of uh, of a rebrand. But it sounds like uh, the league has definitely put a lot of thought into this, and uh, we look forward to being able to to see the games. Oh, oh, I almost, I almost let you go. I almost let you go. <clears throat> As you know i've done broadcast but i have no insider information here all i do know is that we've seen this league on NBC sports any yeah. big plans for for broadcast
1: yeah we do have a media exposure deal um but i'm not allowed to announce it yet so. <laughs> um, but yeah it'll um it'll be coming out hopefully here shortly
0: so. well Certainly looking forward to that. Got to get folks being able to watch the Premier Hockey Federation. Well, Ty Tominia, Commissioner, thank you so much for joining us here on Locked on Kraken. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken. We had a great conversation with Ty Tominia. And hey, you see, the commission said she's coming back. So I will let you know once we get her squared away for that. But thank you as always for listening to this episode of Locked on Kraken. I hope you enjoy your week. And hey, we're getting there. We're counting down the days until we get to see the Seattle Kraken play real hockey. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited. As always, this is your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. For now, signing out. on the National Hockey League doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can find your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.